Oh, hi there. Sorry to interrupt what is sure to be an incredible podcast experience, but we have bagged ourselves a copy of Tony Wood's new book. Remember Tony Wood, the author of Procrastinate? Well, he's got a new book coming out called Coping Mechanism, and it's ah, oh, it's amazing. And we've pre-ordered a copy for one of you, the listeners. To win this book, all you have to do is head over to Instagram, create a post of your own featuring the words "I am a crap skateboarder because." Fill in the gaps, tag us in the post, and then we'll pick one of you to win the book. Well, what you waiting for? Head over to Instagram and get involved. If you love skateboarding but you're just not very good at jumping up and down on your favorite piece of wood. Silent and diligent, digs Redneck's grave, fashions a humble tombstone from the empty barrel, and walks on. That eve, he witnesses the most beautiful sunset ever for me. Hello and welcome to the Crowd Skateboarding Podcast, a weekly dive into skateboarding for the average skater, hosted by myself, James, and me, Jack. In this podcast, two distinctly average skaters chat to skaters all around the UK who represent a huge range of different aspects of our chosen sport, from the weird and wonderful to the truly talented. Each week, we will be discussing a range of exciting topics regarding skateboarding in these uncertain times. And this week, Jack, our topic is... Drumroll, please! Chatting Chat skating skating over, over a pint of tea! <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear a secret? That was not very loud because Lamorne is in bed. That was pretend, <laughs> pretend loud. Oh, that's impressive. That was certainly sounded loud enough through my headphones. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, and we are joined today by a skateboarder, an artist, a tea enthusiast, and a lovely man, Jason Hillbilly Cheverell. Hello, Jason. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on board, mate. Good to back. Good to chat to you. Jason, would you like to start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your relationship with uh, skateboarding? Here we go. Um, I got back into it about four or five years ago, back into skateboarding. Um, absolutely love it, really do. Not, not just the skateboard, but the whole community, the family feeling. Um, yeah, and uh, it's the best thing I've done, really is. I'm so glad I got back into it. So. 
my game my game is is to give back as much as it's given me if you get what i mean through my art or helping organize things so and then drinking the tea in the meantime to keep me fueled to, to be able to do all of this is just a bonus. <laughs> Absolutely. So you say you got back into it four or five years ago. So you kind of preceded the resurgence of it by a good few years. Like most people seem to have got back into it these last couple of years, but you got back into it during a time when maybe a lot of people were dipping out of it. When did you originally start skating, can I ask? Um, oh, blimey. I would have said I was, yeah, about about 12, let's say that. And then I got out of it when I was about 18, I would have said, when I got more into motorbikes, drinking, you know, just sort of growing up. And I didn't, to be fair, I didn't like the way it was going. I started to find it all a little bit clicky. So, um, yeah, I just moved on. As I say, growing up, when you're 18, you feel like you're an adult. So the last thing you want to be doing is turn, going past the local shops on a skateboard when you could be going past on the back wheel of your motorbike, showing off <laughs> to everybody <laughs> at the chip shop. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then um, it was my boy got into scooters and I ended up taking him to all the parks I knew of in Essex so that he could scooter and I would be just sitting there watching him. And then I was just like thinking, right, I'm, I'm going to get another board and have another crack at it. And yeah, it just aspired from there. It's true, isn't it? I think the older you get, the harder you work. I, I sometimes find as well, like, actually these hobbies like skateboarding just means so much more to me because yeah. I just need it that much more. You know, yeah. when, when you've got so much else on your mind and you've got so many responsibilities and things to do, the world expects of you and you've got to provide and actually skateboarding is something that's you know that's for me skateboarding exists yeah. and it is there for you and you know for body mind soul all the rest of it yeah i'm glad you said that because as much as it's um it's it's great to meet people do all the other bits and bobs it's great for the mind you know there was over lockdown when we were really locked down i couldn't see all my friends and bits and bobs I'd quite often after dinner in the evenings just jump on my cruiser and grow, go around the block. Good tunes on and just bomb, bomb around the block, you know. And yeah, I sometimes, if I don't skate for a while, I can feel myself like, I need to skate, you know, mentally as well as my body going, come on, we need to, you're getting fat, old man. Let's get back on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to quantify what that is, isn't it? It's hard to quantify. I wouldn't say it's an addiction because you can go quite a while without doing it, but there's always, and it grows, that little bit that grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. And you can't say what it is, what actually it is that's causing it, but you you feel the need to go for escape more and more and more and more as time progresses. And like as somebody who has fallen, who has had a period of time where I wasn't skating very much, even when I wasn't skating, it was always there at the back of my head. Yeah. You know, I'd be, I'd be, I might not skate in a year, but I'd be walking past a set of stairs with concrete block and being like, oh, wouldn't it be great to session that? Or, and yeah, and it. when you can do it, when you can do it, I don't know if you guys have the same thing, but you, 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 you have to like substitute it with uh, other things that you try and fill that void. So, like when I'm not skateboarding, like if it's wet and I just can't do it and can't get to an indoor park or whatever, and I've got that hankering, then I'm watching movies. Or I'm like reading about skateboarding, or like you said, you, it might be your art, or it might be 
playing a video game, which has skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, yeah. I was like, I have to skate when I'm not skating, if, yeah. if that's what I'm in the mood for. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I have to do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I do. I do watch a lot of um, YouTube clips and bits and bobs. So uh, and and do the art. That, that that was a major help getting me through lockdown. Was draw, 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 draw. You know, if I couldn't skate, I was pretty blessed because we had we've got the ramp in the back garden. So yeah. I mean, I'm still yeah. no better on that either. <laughs> this is the tea beggars ramp, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, donated to me from a really good friend of mine, Luke. Um, it was his ramp, and it was sit. It, it was sitting in the barn, not being used. And he's like, "Guys, you have it, you know." So, yeah, he helped me set it up. We put it in the back garden, and it. it it's <laughs> the funny thing is, is before the lockdown. We used to have tea bagger sessions. The lads would come over, the tea would be flowing, we'd all be laughing and skating the ramp. So, <laughs> oh, living the dream! What a thing to inherit. What What's the tea beggars? I I feel like we should get that in early because it's going to come up a lot. Tell us about tea beggars. What is it? Tea beggars is um a group of started off as a group of uh, skaters that used to meet regular and. We've all become really good friends. We just love to skate and drink tea. And the most important thing, have a giggle. Do you get what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and man. it's just escalated from there. It really has. We're, we're more like a little family now. I love them all, you know. Um, so, yeah, they're a good bunch of people. We're, there's always a giggle. Always a giggle. It's, it, there's no seriousness to it whatsoever. So um, we've got a little group chats. We arrange meets here and there. Obviously, not so much since the lockdown. But even over lockdown, we was always checking on each other. And your friends get you through, don't they? So um, yeah. yeah, it all started off. As I say, there was four of us. We started hanging out, and the name Tea Beggars. We was chatting about it. Is we'd end up sort of like one day if we weren't skating we'd still sort of text each other oh, can I come around for a cup of tea so we'd come around begging for tea tea beggars and that's how it <laughs> oh, comes oh, I love it <laughs> oh okay less less vulgar than I was anticipating which is, which yeah is man that says, that says a lot about me too <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's all about the tea <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, you know, each to their own. I was, I, I was fine with it. But. I absolutely love the concept of tea and escape. Tea and escape. That's just so lovely, isn't it? Just that, that, that one-two combination, right? There. So yeah. English, coming right? From, <laughs> yeah. Coming coming from the southwest, it's quite often certainly with Jack's backyard um, crap skaters mini ramp. It's quite often a cider and a skate. Which, considering the state of the mini ramp, is quite dangerous. So maybe we should revert to tea just to keep just to keep ourselves a little bit safer. Oh, James, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't bloody step on it right now, mate. I there's about there's like a three foot bit you can skate now, like a line down, without there being like a hole to dodge. And even that's a bit wow. ropey. I'm having it resurfaced. It's as in I've asked the neighbour to do it, and we're just exploring options like. Good, it's not cheap. This is the problem is, you know, it's kind of a long term. It's like, would I rather pay more so that it lasts longer? Or would yeah. I rather layer over with thinner ply and like some weatherproof like um, material to kind of 
and fill in the gaps to kind of make it really good for like the summer and possibly next summer. But and it's like, of oh, course, Jack. of course, you'd be like, I'd rather just make it solid forever. But unless you've got like that much money to just do that, the cheap option may be the option, even though it will just it's just a money sink in a way. Yeah, it means we can skate it this summer, right? It's the Captain Vi- Captain Vime School of Economics and the cheap boots. Did you know that one? No, you've gone nerd on me, James. <laughs> the Captain Vime the Captain Vime School of Economics from Terry Pratchett's Disc World from the watch is that uh, Captain Vimes would constantly buy twelve dollar boots and every sort of six weeks the leather would wear thin and you have to buy another set of boots. And by the end of the year he spent twice as much as the guy who bought the expensive set of boots. Um the approach to the mini ramp, I see completely understandable. It's uh, it's oh, uh, no, very I'm, I'm with, I'm cost with you, effective. Like... The the point I was trying to do a little Discord joke I thought you'd get, but evidently I'm sorry, man. But whoosh, you know what? Like, right? I'm, 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 I'm totally with you because, like, if I just had like, if I could just chuck like 800 quid down to have it like completely robustly, you know. But you know, there's probably not with like a kid and another kid on the way. I probably can't yeah. justify that, but I can justify a couple of hundred quid to strengthen it in a more temporary way with a bit thinner. Do you know what I mean? So it would be good enough yeah. for yeah. a year or two, you know. Yeah. So that's probably Jason, what I'll do because I, I want to use it. Is yours? Is yours? Is yours a mini ramp? Is your skate light? What's your? What's yours? What's your ramp like? We had some really light fin ply on it, like you'd have on the back of cupboards, like that that sort mm. of chipboard sort. And, and it was good to start with, but every time it got really wet, we'd have to pull it up and relayer it. So I bit the bullet and bought some really good quality wood off of a, a local ramp builder. And um, it cost me about 200 quid just for the very top fly. It's lasted quite a while and we've had so much enjoyment. I've had the money's worth out of it. But um, fingers crossed, hopefully this year we're going to build a new one. So, because it's getting a bit tired now. Because um, as I said, it's originally a ramp that we could pull to bits but we made it more fixed as such on a frame. Um, it, it's done as well. We've had some right giggles. Worst slam on the ramp. Tell us about it. What's your, any, go on, any examples? Worst slam on the ramp. Do you know what? Like, I've got to really embarrass myself here. My worst slam on the ramp was trying to get back up on the platform, just running <laughs> at it. I slipped. Smashed my shin on the coping. Slipped my arm down the side oh. of the ramp, grazed all my arm up, hit my chin on oh, the ramp. God. Yeah, it, was, it weren't even like a good trick or I dropped in or anything. You know, it was just me being old and silly and overexcited. <laughs> I just landed a trick, wanted to run back up and have another go, and yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to get yourself into the mentality that if you land on the board and you land your trick, you are going to hurt yourself less than if you commit to a bail you know like so and I, I'm the same like I went to do a lip slide recently and kicked out above the above the rail which is a stupid thing to do because I kick up above the rail I am either going to trip over it or nut myself one or the other yeah. but if I at least uh, commit to the please trip, tell me you're not just going to prison. no oh. luckily I was just tall enough to not <laughs> so it got about that close <laughs> James, in a few years, a few years' time on the same rail, you won't be so lucky. You know, and that hurt three times as more with age as well. Oh God, yeah. 
Oh, right, uh, Jason, you were talking uh, um, about like drawing and drawing skateboard designs and things like that. And I, I probably, so this is an incomplete list, right? But I was looking at some of the companies you've worked with, UK skateboarding companies, and you've got, you've got an impressive repertoire of people that you've worked <laughs> with, right? So here's a few things and we can pull them apart a bit if you want to talk about them or we don't have to, but lolly skateboards, right? Lords. Yep. The Lords of the Swords contest. This, well, I want to come back to that because that I didn't know what this is. James, you might not know that. This looks amazing. Um, it looks a bit. It's like English King of the Road. So we'll come back That's to it. that in a minute. And you mentioned I don't know if you work with them, but I know that you. I've seen you like doing designs on like shaped boards by Big Eye Skateboards, who are um, like a skateboard. They actually manufacture and shape boards and things like that. Um, can you tell, is there any like, in terms of your, you working with skateboard companies, do you want to talk about that? Is there any work you've done for UK brands that you're particularly proud of? Because it seems like you're like a really accomplished guy in this, the UK community, especially with these DIY brands. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just proud and stoked. You know, when, when a company says, oh, would, would you mind designing something? I'm like, well, you know, being an artist, you're your own worst critic. Uh, I'm terrible i pick my work to bits so when someone says oh would you mind doing a design for us i'm like super super honored you know and uh yeah no um i've i've done who else have i done for i've done for um monkey club which is a local famous photographer for skateboarding um i've done a little sticker just from tea beggars point of view saying thank you to the DIY community because I love a DIY spot and I actually contacted Nick at Def Skateboards and said would you mind if I rip Def on the design and he was like yeah go for it uh, I love the idea awesome. and then um, the same with Stuart at um, Love and Skate I messaged him and said look this is my sticker idea would you mind if I put the company in? And he's like dude I love it go for it so that was that was a uh, real proud moment because I love Death Skateboards, I really do, I love their stuff and I love Love and Skate as well so just to have the nod from them to say yeah that's cool, go with it, I was like wow you know, <clears throat> as well as um, doing the books for Tony and doing t-shirts for people as well, I like seeing my designs go on t-shirts, it's, it's quite I'm quite flattered, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but you must make an impression with people, right? Because people seek you out, people ask you, you know, commission you to design stuff for them. So, I mean, your, your art's wonderful. Like, it's, it's really... It's resonating, isn't it? Yeah, this whole aesthetic of it, it's really like that. It, to me, it's like the English Dogtown look. You know what I mean? It's like that, but yeah. so English. It, but it's that real kind of like raw line art, uh, bold designs. It's just, um, you know, makes a good sticker to slap on something, you know. It, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, and also like that death thing you said, like messaging death. You know, we we spoke about it a lot, but like death are a great company. And I think part of it is when you talk about the community behind skateboarding. Yeah. It's death we think of as being like, as English skateboarders, we think, oh, death are huge. They're massive. Yeah. But actually it's just some dudes who love skateboarding selling yeah, yeah. boards, right? Like they just done really well out of it because they've engaged the community so well yeah totally and and their products are all um if i see a kid down the skate park and they say like their boards thrashed or the wheels are knackered and they go oh can you recommend something hillbilly i'll go straight away i'll go for death or love and skate because 
they're both cheap, but they're both amazing brands. I've skated loads of Death Decks, and they've always done me well, you know, so. They're robust well, too, man. I had one when I was about 15, and uh, similar to the to the um, family of UK skateboarders, we're part of another group we spoke about, the UK Skateboarding Collective, and they're always collecting decks to give to people who want to start up and, you know, can't don't have the money to get something. And yeah. I, you know, I'm 30 now, and I had this deck from when I was 15. Totally fine deck. It's just a 775, and I'd now ride an 85 because I'm a lot bigger. So I just passed it on, and I've snapped so many decks in that time. <laughs> but that's somehow, that's survived half my life at this point, you know. Wow. It's, and now you've done the artwork for Tony's book, which is on the Death website. So your artwork's being exactly, sold yeah. Death website as well. I took a photo of that I took a screenshot of it because I was that proud. I was like, yeah, you know? <laughs> so, um... I mean, you got to be. you got to be proud. I mean, the thing about the number of British skaters, not even British, but the number of skaters who are visiting that website and seeing your work on there. Like, that's amazing. I, I know. It, it still hasn't really sort of sunk in. It, um, when Tony said to me, like, his book's being sold in America, it, it, I sat down and I was like, but that means my artwork's in America. And it, I just couldn't register it for a while. And then I was talking to someone the other day who didn't know me and I mentioned it. And then it hit me. It was like, my heart works in America, you know? So. <laughs> You've gone global, Someone get me a cup of tea. I need to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> but it could oh. go anywhere. Like, it's so relatable. There's one of the pictures. So in, in Procrastinate Skate, we've done a whole episode about that book and about the poems and all these common experiences we share as skateboarders. But there's one picture you've done. I'll put uh, this picture up with the episode, so just so I can mention it quickly. And it's just a really little one, right? It's just a picture of a, of a really fucked up foot crying. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> like my ankle, because of because of James, my my ankle is. Uh, I don't even deny that. Like that's the that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's straight up. Yeah. <laughs> um, is just messed up and like after any session that's how my ankle feels for a good couple of hours and i looked at i saw that and i just thought oh god you know that's that's it like i feel bad for my ankle that picture is just how my ankle feels after any skate now <laughs> and don't you think it's strange that we go back and do it again the following week you've heard yeah, we're yourself. yeah <laughs> insane exactly. i mean most normal people would be like you know you fall over, you hurt yourself, um, oh, I ain't going to do that again. Or if they fall off of a curb, oh, I'm going to be more careful on a curb. We know when we step back on that board that that could possibly happen again. And we love it. And I just think sometimes we're mad. Yeah, man. <laughs> physically uh... and mentally broken. Like, <laughs> do you know what? If, uh, if like, Darwinism was still, like, so prevalent, we would be the first out of the gene pool as a group of people. Like, <laughs> would just be like, yeah, that would be gone. I think we had the discussion fairly recently. Well, I don't know if it was if it was on the podcast, it was with Rowan or, or Tom or the skate crew. But most people go through their lives, maybe not on their children, most people go through their adult lives never falling and not knowing what it is to fall. And it's kind of, we're kind of trained to be so averse to falling that most people don't actually ever experience it but as skaters we fall all the time and actually we know that for the most part it's generally not that bad you know yeah. most of the time 
yeah. until yeah. it is. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, we're the first sexually people actually are kind of trained to. We kind of trained ourselves to fall, haven't we? Really. Like, yeah. And yeah. And also just to be like cool with it, because like like you said, like it's normally fine. Not fine, like it doesn't hurt, because sometimes it sucks. But like pain is temporary, and I think pain is such a scary concept for people. But when you fall a certain amount of times, you realise. Like, yeah, okay, it, it's going to suck, but I'll survive that. You know? yeah. <laughs> and I'll get right. that trick next time. <laughs> yeah, and I think Hopefully. skaters, and outside of skateboarding, skaters are really resilient people because they are so used to literally falling and going again. You know, yeah. I, think, I think that resilience plays off into other parts of other people's lives. Right, this um, is fine, and it sounds like an advantage, but at the end of the day, if we were being chased by predators so again darwinism still at large that's how we reproduce and there's us with our dodgy ankles and like <laughs> <laughs> shattered pelvises and like your backs we're getting caught <laughs> all of us well i'm 47 and i still smoke and i haven't got the best diet so you two will be all right for a little while because I'll be the first to go. So <laughs> find the tree, hide the tree. <laughs> so, yeah, one of your uh, designs, right? I think, was it a T-shirt? Or, I can't remember. But it was for a contest called Lords of the Swords, which was the biggest uh, sort of, it was the biggest adventure skateboarding competition in the UK. So then I had to go on a Google and look up adventure skateboarding because I thought I'm out of the loop and uh, it, it came up with King of the Road. Yeah, so it, it's basically King of the Road is adventure skateboarding. It's that like setting challenges and going to different places and trying to get as much footage and complete challenges as you can. And that's what it is. It's, it's exactly that. It's just this massive UK contest. They go all around the country setting challenges, getting tricks, making edits. And then they all have to meet at a final point and give out awards. And it looks massive, the amount of people involved um have you what yeah how did you come to know about that jason tell us tell us about your um, experience with that it's it is a truly amazing thing to 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 be at especially um like when they all meet up i've never never entered it um i was actually a challenge in it one year they had to come and find me at a skate park and bring me a <laughs> cup of tea <laughs> oh, <that's> amazing! <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, no, it's that, like the um, the starting point when they meet on a day that the atmosphere is unbelievable and like the brotherhood. If you get what I mean, even though the people on different teams, they're all skaters at the end of the day, you know. So um, yeah, my friend Luke runs that and. Um, full credit to him it, it, he puts his heart and soul into it he really does because he loves skateboarding you know he he's he's skateboarding mad as well so um yeah it's it's, it's a really lovely thing if people want to get involved get involved it's every year and it's you get to meet more people you get to go to look for different skate parks so it's all win 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 as such and then if you do win at the end then you could get a prize so why not enter it, you know? <laughs> James, crap good. skateboarding team. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. We'll and come back broken, ages. battered, but Jason will it's have some teas. It's, well, so, it's, yeah, uh, it's all different ages as well. So, like it. and, yeah, it's more about 
just getting involved and having fun and skateboarding. It's you, you know, there's um different categories and bits and bobs. Some of the challenges are not even skateboarding. They're they're completely different things. So um, there's food challenges and other bits and bobs. So yeah, you get like a book like on King of the Road full of all the different challenges and then you can go through them. So if you can't do one, don't worry about it. Move on to another challenge that you can do. Film it and then do your edit at the end and happy days. We, we interviewed recently um, uh, Francis Rondo, who's the... Um... He, he runs a skate company called uh, Was That Switch, uh, an, another independent company. And they're taking a trip down to um, Newquay next week. So by the time this airs, they'll have done the trip. The edit might be out and they're making an edit. And they're doing the same. They're taking community challenges um, oh, brilliant. to complete while they're in Newquay. And they want kind of like Cornish themed challenges. So of course I dived on that. I, uh, <laughs> I hope my suggestions get in. I've suggested best trick eating a pasty, best trick swigging yeah. a rattler. Yep. Game of skate against the local. They'll lose. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's not a dig on them. The Cornish kids are talented, man. Like Cornwall skaters are so good. Yeah, man, it's got a great scene, and it's um, it's one of those uh, quite reckless scenes, I think, too. It's like super crusty. Surfers that are bored. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you, I've seen like some of your designs and stuff on, on like lots of different boards, things like that. Um, do you have any influences in terms when it comes to design and making boards and things? Do you have any influences that can be like visual or just through skateboarding or um, what influences you when you are being creative? Um, <clears throat> I don't know really. I I like Jim Phillips style yes. because that crosses over to um hot rods and i love i used to love hot rods I, I was car mad you know i used to build cars and motorbikes so that sort of crosses over there um i love all types of music but i do love rock so the skulls and bits and bobs like that and also tattooing i've done a little bit of tattooing years ago as well so um and it's just generally if someone says, oh, I want a design done, and I'll go, well, just give me some loose ideas. And nine times out of 10, they do. They give me like a couple of little pointers. Oh, I want specifically this in or this in. And then I'll just go for it. I'll let the mind take over and whatever comes up, whatever comes up. So, um, yeah. yeah. Do you know, man, you uh, you said re you said about like the Jim Phillips and Hot Rod artwork, which is kind of one of the same. And now you've said that, I, some of your skull designs, uh, skull, you know, the skulls drinking pee, things like that. It just suddenly, I, I'm getting that hot Rob Gin Phillips vibe is running so, so strong. James and I were recently talking, I say it was probably a couple of months ago, James, do you remember? And we were talking about yeah. what are the kind of the most um, famous like images in skateboarding, you know, like yeah, in terms of like Logan Sun. And well, the two that we came up, yeah, well, this is it. We So the two we came up with is like, it was, the the ripper from bones brigade which is something yeah. you know another thing but then the screaming hand you know the the yeah. santa cruz jim phillips santa screaming cruz. hand yeah um yeah and oh it's just i love that just something so simple can be synonymous with the whole culture amazing yeah, yeah. That, there's another one that sort of pumps into my head it's the little green monster on the knife little green monster yes. the body knife that just, yeah. like, just the slasher. in my mind slasher that's, that's the one it. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. iconic 
Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, you, when you said the Ripper, the Ripper to this day is still one of my all-time favourite pictures, graphics, you know. Um, uh, my, I think the first Santa Cruz graphic I remember was, um, is it Corey O'Brien's Reaper with the hand? Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Another yeah, skull yeah. one. And, and the Roscoff face as well. So That's the one where he's holding like a flame ball, isn't it? That's it, yeah. 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 Yeah, I still don't own one of them, which is quite strange. <laughs> I bet they go for loads. What's your kind? Of, have you got any particular pieces that you're super proud of, or pieces that you you're really happy with, or that you really like? Obviously, everything that you've done, you'll be proud of and happy with to a certain degree. But is there any that really stand out? Um, the first um, is, is when Tony asked me to do the books. You know, it was it was such an honour. I was like. And the pressure was really on, you know, because I, I wanted to do him proud, you know. So the yeah. the books and that that <clears throat> that was good because I done the first design for him as as a rough idea, what I thought was a rough idea, and I was totally blown away because he was like, "No, that's perfect," and I'm like, "But it's rough," and he's like, "No, no, just that is perfect," and that that meant a lot to me, you know, just something I. As, as I say, I'm my world's worst critic. I'm always criticising my work. The, the other one I'm super proud of is over lockdown, I'd done a design for um, basically thanking the NHS for all their hard work when the lockdown was on. And again, Tony stepped in and he said, that's brilliant, mate. That should be a sticker. And I was like, all right. And I added folks to it and it ended up becoming a folk sticker and can't remember who made the stickers and I do apologise to them but they made a load of stickers and we sold them and we sent the money to um, an NHS charity for the nurses, up and coming nurses yeah. and also by pre, you're, you're pre-thanking them for when you inevitably stack it again <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah as, as they wheel me into the hospital, I'll hold my board. Look, guys, look. That's <laughs> so... We, we all get our money... Well, we all get our tax money's worth, don't we, as skateboarders? You know, any deficit, yeah. we're probably responsible for it, really. <laughs> <laughs> so you no, see, we're that... community-minded, man. Like, Because even that, that's it's all about that community as a country in terms of the NHS and supporting each other. And, like, that seems to feed into all your stuff about skateboarding. It's like the importance of community and the importance of looking out for each other. It's really refreshing, man. It's really cool to see. I, I can't get enough of it. Because I love skateboarding, but, you know, honestly, I the thing I love most about skateboarding is that it's something that binds me and my friends together so well. And I meet so many cool people. Like this podcast, right? Like we're meeting you now and we meet so, we've got to meet so many cool people just yeah. from doing this. And I love that without even having spoken to any anyone who, like you before or anyone else who's done it, immediately we all we're all like um part of the same thing we we all have a common language and we all have shared influences and you know can look out for each other and i relate to each other i think that's um that's awesome yeah just powerful yeah it is it is i really can't thank skateboard enough <clears throat> i really can't it's 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 like a big family you know um yeah i i really do um I want to help as much as possible because skateboarding's helped me so much. It's helped me find friends. It's it's helped me have so much fun. Um, yeah, I, I just want to give back to it. So 
that's when I'm even more double stoked when someone says, oh, can you design me something? And I'm like thinking, well, well, yeah, of course I will, you know, it's because yeah. it's, it's an honour such. So, um, yeah, no, I think that has got to be one of my, my major, like, because it helped people out, you know. I've done yeah, a, quite a few decks for, um, I've, I've done a couple for, like, um, events. I've done one for 2019 Chelmsford Jam, Skate Jam. That was quite oh, a yeah. friend asked me to do that. I was stoked and that was given away as a prize. I got asked to do Herbside, which is a local DIY spot. They had a, a jam as well. When I was asked to paint the deck for that, and I was like, yeah, of course we will. Super stoked to do it. So um, yeah, if I can help out that way, as well as helping out any other way. It, it, you know, skateboarding survives, on, lives and dies on community, you know? Even people being anxious about going to parks and things, it, it, that lives that lives and dies on people's willingness to kind of be open and help each other out and, you know, um, just look out for each other rather than just flex muscles and be competitive. It, it's all about it's all about that. It, that's 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 what's going to make sure skateboarding survive, I think. Yeah. You know, because I, I had a thought recently, we, we've spoken loads about the Olympics and stuff, and I, I've been sort of as much as I'm conflicted, I've been singing his praises a bit in terms of it bringing people in. And then I had this horrible thought the other night and I can't shake it where it's because we've been chatting to someone from a local youth group who's doing um, sort of mobile skate parks for kids and he's going to come on soon. So we're excited about that. Oh, but brilliant. I was talking to this dude and um, he seems really cool. And I suddenly thought the, the my biggest issue with it that I never considered is that if... Um, if skateboarding is an Olympic sport, then what's to stop really high-end like schools and academies from monopolizing it in order to churn out Olympians? And it, you don't want it to become like, because skateboarding has been, its inventiveness has come from grassroots and has yeah. been built from the bottom up. And you don't want that being flipped now that it's an Olympic sport and it becoming a top-down thing. You know, I don't know. I suddenly had this like anxiety thing where I thought, I, I hope that doesn't were... happen. Because I hadn't even considered that. And then suddenly I thought, if it's an Olympic sport, don't treat it like one in terms of how you make skateboarders. Don't make skateboarders make you look like you make polo players. Like, you know, just don't, yeah. don't. Don't do that. But I don't think, just to sort of ease your anxiety here a little bit, Jack, I don't think this is going to become much of a problem purely because most skateboarders still skate in the streets. Skate parks are everywhere, but skate parks are getting increasingly busy. They're relatively few and far between. Not everyone has got access to them. We're very lucky in the UK to have really high quality skate parks. Um, but a lot of skaters skate in the streets and they skate around. And to the vast majority of the population, for the four weeks that the Olympics are on, great, they'll see skateboarding represented alongside other more traditional, more mainstream sports. But for the rest of the year, skaters are still those people that they're yelling at because they're skating <laughs> on the curb outside their house. You got yelled at last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got kicked out. We got, we got, we got, we got booted out of a car park last week. I'm 31 years old and I got booted out of a car park for skating. You rebel! <laughs> I bet you loved it. Oh, to feel a... young again. I did. I did. It was really, it was really perverse. I was having a really good time, 
Like we, and that, this thing is, so I skated, I skated in Bath and we, we started absolutely pissing it with rain. So we went in this undercover multi-story car park, which has got beautiful smooth banks, obviously where all the cars go up and down the levels. And we were skating on there and these two security cars came out. They were very nice, they were very polite. They, they, they said, sorry guys, you can't skate in here. And obviously, because we're, we're older, we've got careers, we can't risk any trouble, we were very polite back. So we just sort of left. Then we went out to skate last week again, and there's in Bath they've built this beautiful new bowl. It's stunning. It's a perfect like three foot mini with a five foot corner section. It is. Is it three foot? Is it that? Is it like a? Yeah, it's it's little. It's small. It is the perfect kind of beginner, intermediate, chill, cruisy bowl. But they've built it right like. They, the, they didn't have plenty of permission to build it where they have. They had plenty of permission to build it further away from the children's park. So they built it right next to a, uh, a sand pit. So it's still, even though it's finished and pristine, it's still completely um, fenced off. So we jumped the fence and went and skated it for a bit. And then the same two security guards <laughs> from the complete opposite end of the city, half an hour later, came and booted us out, right? So with it, we barely skated for 20 minutes two weeks ago without, and these two guys came and booted us out. The other end of the city, we got 20 minutes in, these two guys booted us out. And then we went to the other end of the city again, down to the same car park, thinking that these guys were at the park, the other end of the city. And within 20 minutes, they were there again. <laughs> like, I swear, these two security guards just spawn in Bath, wherever we skate. And it's the same two dudes. I've been out and got twins. <laughs> yeah, it was, they were just waving at us, like, hello again. And we were like, <laughs> Did they seem like um, repetitive in what they said? Like, were, were they holograms? Were, were, were they just saying, <laughs> what was you drinking that yeah, night? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think skateboarding's yeah. got that defined, definedness to it. So I don't think it would ever be a problem. Like um, the people that want to sort of be involved with the Olympic side of things will do. But like, the, like you guys are saying, that the street skaters will always be street skaters and do what they want and go find them spots which is is it's good i don't think it, i don't think you've got nothing to worry about no oh, that's way cool. and we get good parks out of it <laughs> yeah we do how many people do you know how many skaters would actually call themselves an athlete because they're not <laughs> they're sat on the side drinking a cider and smoking a joint like you don't <laughs> see that in, any, in like mainstream sports <laughs> i love you know that when i do that i very much consider myself an athlete <laughs> I, those, are, those are supplements. <laughs> it's like it's until the rugby, until like the rugby pitches and the sprinting tracks start like um, just smelling perpetually of weed and you know <laughs> like it's not going to be a it's not they're not they're not the parity isn't there as much as as much as we it's great that we do have that yeah, exposure. Totally, skateboarding will stay grassroots. It always will. It's just the very nature of it. Jason. Before we go, mate, favourite tea? Talk me through your uh, you're a man who loves tea. This is very oh. unskateboarding related, potentially, but I thought we've mentioned it enough. Talk well, it, me through it, a good it, cup of tea. It is it is sort of skateboarding related because it keeps me upright. It keeps me pushing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, 
and I always rock up with a cup of tea or a flask or the urn. There's always tea with me. Do you, do you take well, a flask of tea to the park? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, That's hell yeah. Awesome. Oh, we are missing a trick. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. We are absolutely I've, missing a trick. I've even got um, a, a friend bought me a, um, I think it's five litre. It's like an urn thing. So I fill that up. If we're, if we're having a proper session or we're going on a bit of a trip, that gets filled up. It gets strapped on the back seat with a seatbelt because it's like one of these skaters, so it can't be damaged. And I'll take that with me. And then I'll take um, disposable cups and, yeah, we have a brew up <laughs> at the skate park. So, uh, James, yeah, man, we need to do this more because we've got, like, We've got campers. Like we take our, we take our vans. Yeah, we take our we vans. We need to just like <laughs> we have the capacity. Literally just, just whip out the coffee. Yeah. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the tea. We did this the other day. The sugar, the milk. As I say, this great big thing. It takes me about three or four kettlefuls to fill it up. So that gives you an idea of how big this thing oh, is. Yeah. Okay. It's... Favorite tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Favorite tea um, is Yorkshire tea. Um, with two sugars and almost brown looking, if you get what I mean. Not milky or anything, nice and strong. Real like deal. a little bit of milk, yeah. but just to, just to give it the, a bit of colour. That's it, yeah. Um, yeah. And milk of choice. Do you go for, are you a, a semi-skimmed guy? Are you? Do you go whole? Do you go all in? What's your... Semi-skimmed, semi-skimmed, yeah. The nice. green top, yeah. <laughs> um, but... Like, this is it makes me laugh every time because I feel like the right body. But my my special tea, my treat tea, which is normally for weekend or or good, is love and skate tea. Oh, <laughs> Have you ever tried that? Okay, love and skate. No, tea? As, in, as in the company, love and skate skateboards do their own tea, and it's actually do they? It's actually <laughs> their own tea. They went to India, if I remember right, and picked out. The Pacific tea leaves to make their tea. There you go. Wow. Right. Link in the description. <laughs> Link in the description because this this needs this needs to blow up. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you something, and I'm I'm not just saying this. It is lovely, but um, I could drink it all the time, but I couldn't afford to. <laughs> so um, yeah. And they've also started doing loose tea as well, where it's just like when your nan used to make it with the tea strainer. And that's really yeah. nice as well. So that's my little treat. Normally after a Saturday morning when we've been for a skate, get home, do some lunch for me and the kids. And that's when I have my special tea because I've earned it because I've had a good skate. So love and skate oh, tea. Mate. I'm going to edit. I hope you know I'm going to edit like all of that description out and I'm just going to leave it with, oh, I have my special tea. And then we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll <laughs> leave it there. <laughs> Jason, man, before we go, um, you've been an 
absolute treat. This has been a right laugh. I loved it. I yeah, love this. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. And I just love the uh, ground we've covered because we've probably been quite unfocused. But I think that's great because it's just we've chatted skateboarding. We've chatted all these competitions. We've chatted a bit of your art. We've chatted your ramp. It's been a, a real cool mixed bag. And you're obviously a passionate dude. You love skating. And um, thanks for coming on, man. But is is there, um, why yeah, is there, is there anything that you'd like to promote? Have you got any work kind of in the pipeline, anything that people can check out or support? Um, yeah, just really plug yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely, uh, well, check out my Instagram. Um, there is some stuff on my Facebook page as well. Um, as, as for future projects, um, I'm going to be doing a couple of designs for another little local company called, and I really apologise if I've pronounced this wrong, but being dyslexic, it is um, Noisy Brand, a uh, really nice guy called Carl Axon Eaves. He runs it, so I'll be doing some designs for him in the near future, hopefully for T-shirts and stickers. Um, <clears throat> possible another, I can't say where yet, but um, a possible another deck to be painted for another DIY spot up London way. So that's possible in the near future as well. And then just uh, more tea beggar stuff. And if any other little future local companies need a hand with ideas and designs, and yeah, I'm, I'll be up for it because I love doing it. Love helping these companies, you know? Oh, that's cool, man. Awesome. Also, really you, uh, you've done the artwork for Tony Wood's next book, Coping Mechanism. I think pre-orders are out for that too. You did the cover, yeah, I, right? Yeah, I've done the cover, and I do believe I've done the back cover as well. So, yeah, that that's the pre-orders are out for that. So I think that's out in June, I do believe he said to me. So... Another super stoked one I'm really proud of. So, yeah, that, <clears throat> that one I went different. I went back to my grassroots as such. I've done that one in pencil rather than pen because um, I don't know if you guys have noticed, all my drawings are either pencil, paint or pens. I don't know how to do it on computers. Like, I haven't got a clue. So I'm a bit old school, you know? <laughs> so uh, I have to warn people when they say, oh, can you do me a design? I'm like, yeah, by all means, but it will be done in pen, pencil or paint as there's no photoshopping or anything. It is just what you see is that's, what you get as such. That's <laughs> awesome, man. That's the hillbilly way. This is a lot of fun. I, I love doing this and especially meeting people like Jason and yeah. just getting to chat skateboarding with people who love skating around the UK. It's it's why we started, isn't it, really? Just to chat with, you, with people like you. Like, it's, it's a lot of fun, man. It yeah. is. It's... Um, so, yeah, Jason, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. No, no, no. Thank you guys for having me, you know, and uh, I hope I haven't bored you guys too much. And <laughs> anything, anything but. No. Anything but. I also, now, the moment we right. hang up, well, I'm going to go make another cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting a cup right now. <laughs> That's it. That will the electricity in the country is all going to go woo in a minute where we all put our kettles on at one. you love skateboarding but you're just not very good at jumping up and down on your favourite piece of wood. Yeah.